Transform you in the I hate a storm, hell Mary's, I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little giants, we been defying. Right. What's the cost to be the boss? Breaking down the walls, we all in once the coin gets tossed. Got the plan of action, never acting, no need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From three fours to four three. The founder of Slapdick Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars, and the author of uh, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later, ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown. Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut. Coach, every time you come on, I laugh, I learn something, and then I fear that somebody's going to be incredibly pissed off with what you said. All around hustler. Make no mistake about it. I've done this a long time. Try to eliminate this soft society we have. There's legend. Hate me now, love me later, like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hey, Hell yeah. Hey, Slapdick yeah. Whiskey's good, so are the Stogies. Some real thought, real good flavor on these things, and the burn is excellent. Beautiful burn. Okay. Yes, sir. Slapdick Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars. Be true to yourself and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. They said, let's call it the Slapdick Podcast. What up, what up? Real Coach JB, another Slap Dick Podcast coming at you. Little new uh, platform we're trying out, man. We're going to try it out. I'm going to start, I think, next Monday, man. I'm going to start going five days a week, man, making this my uh, kind of a, I guess, a job. I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. We'll see if it's a job. (laughs) Because I got a lot of other shit to do. Um so we'll see what's happening, but we're going to try a new platform. Um, I got a plan. I got a little little plan for each day. Um, kind of name the day instead of my episodes because I'm going to run out of fucking names for the episode eventually. I've got like 200 episodes in or something like that, and each one I come up with my own name because it's just uh, that's how I like to be real and authentic and have my own name for each show. So... I might just name each day, you know what I mean? Um, Especially if I do three days. But today for sure is Merciless Monday because I have no fucking mercy for these motherfuckers today. So I'm going to break it down and uh, and then uh, I know Wednesdays will be work boot Wednesdays because that's something I live by. Um, And then Fearless Friday for sure. We got to be fearless on Friday. Going into the weekend. And uh, I don't know. Leads me into the quote of this Slapdick podcast. Brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Quote of the day. Monday is the day to fix last week's mistakes. And prep next week's success. That's a JB original right there. If you didn't hear it. And all you fucksticks in the back. Monday is the day to fix last week's mistakes. And prep next week's success. Appreciate everybody on YouTube. I would become a member very, very shortly. Subscribe, hit the like button, etc. Because I will be taking live video callers on the new platform every day. But you got to be a member. You got to pay the dollar ninety nine. Not that I'm some big shot, but hey, got to eat and uh, got to grow this thing. So I think that's a good idea. I think we're going to grow this channel. I appreciate all the support, everybody out there. 
Um, I think you just hit subscribe and hit become a member. I think there's a way to become a member. If anyone knows how to do it, please let Ryan Rupp in the show know. So please, everybody hit the like button. Become a member today. All you guys listening, Spotify, iTunes, Apple, uh, iHeart, become a member on the Slapdick Podcast today. That is uh, YouTube forward slash Coach Jason Brown, I believe. I'll get that for sure. But you got to press join, I think, on a main desktop or a computer. You got to join that way. So, Sylvia, great to see you too. Uh, Greg Lloyd, uh, appreciate you. Everybody, Alan, Edward, my former quarterback, is in the house. Uh, Rockhead81, what's going down? Uh, everybody else in the show. Um, is uh, Sylvia just became a member. I appreciate you. Um, clap it up for it. See what I'm saying? So we're going to be interactive in this damn slapstick podcast. We're going to grow it, uh, especially if I go five days a week. We're going to try to get it going. I'll try to have some um, some guests on, some interviews on top of not only my interview um, will be face-to-face with me, um, I will still have slapdick callers call in v- via video chat. And speak to my guest. Ain't nobody doing that. So you want to talk to Pat Perez, who just finished tied for fifth in the uh, Farmers Insurance Open down in Torrey Pines. Um, I'll have him on the show, and my guest can speak to him. And uh, if you do some fuck shit, I'll just delete your ass. I mean, it ain't hard. It's easy. I think it's a great idea. I think it'll be innovative outside the box, just like I've always been. So I think it'll be a cool idea. And so for guests I get on, they'll know that, hey, I'm going to have some slapdicks call in and uh, they can speak to them. And I think that's going to be the shit that nobody else is do- will do because everybody's fucking scared to do that shit. Isaac, I appreciate you, Sylvia. New members, I appreciate you guys. Please join now. Hit the like button. Hit the bell notification on YouTube so you know when I'm on. But today, for sure, uh, another new member, Mike, I appreciate you. Today, for sure, is Merciless Monday. I'm going to call Mondays Merciless Monday because I have no fucking mercy. I take no mercy, and I hope you guys don't either. Quit feeling sorry. Quit feeling fucking sad for everybody else. They wouldn't give a fuck about you. So I just want to make sure you understand that. Um, please know it. Um, I, I did not know, man, there's a legitimate, um, I don't know if you guys knew, but this is kind of like the epitome of, uh, of, of, of America right now. Like, I think we're, we're, we've hit like the absolute, um, we've hit like rock bottom. All right. Oh, first of all, I want to show you the crowd, okay? I want to show you guys on YouTube the crowd that I want you to see. See this crowd right here? All 16 of them. All right. Now, I want to I want you to see what they're what what we're watching here, okay? This is the Pillow Fight Championship. Two grown ass men on a straight Pillow Fight Championship. That is what America has become. The PFC 
is a real thing with a fucking referee. There's a referee refing this thing, and it's called Pillow Fight Championships. There's 16 people in the crowd. Can you imagine this selling out a place, and you're fucking really fighting with combat boots on and a pillow? These motherfuckers have pillows, dog. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I can't understand it. I can't grasp it. That is the epitome of fucking what we are today. We are soft as a motherfucker. Um, show is brought to you by betonline.ag. If you haven't uh, used my promo code and tried out BetOnline, you need to go check it out. Um, because it's the span- proud sponsor of the Slapdick Podcast. So make sure you guys are are uh, checking it out. All right. Um, there might be less football being played, but Bet Online has way more stuff to bet on this playoff season. From score totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And with the new year comes a new updated desktop and mobile website that I've discussed here on the Slapdick Podcast. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get started. And it's not just football, bet online, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, odds, coverage is the best in the business. Maybe it even covers Slapdick pillow fighting. From sports right down to the favorite Casino games. Bet online is your number one online wagering destination. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet online is where the game starts. Make sure you hear tell them the slapdick sent you. Uh, appreciate everybody in there. Hit the like button. Become a member. Join now. I told everyone earlier that I will be taking live callers by members only during the show. Five days a week is when I'll start here next week. This week we'll go Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We're going to start naming the names by day. So Mondays will be Merciless Monday. Uh, right now, this week will be Work Boot Wednesday, and then we'll have Fearless Friday. Um, that is going to be for sure this week. Next week, we'll go five days a week, and we're going to start growing this channel. So I appreciate everybody. Um, make sure you guys hit the... Hit the like button and subscribe and join today. Um, you can join on your phone, apparently. I don't know if you can or not. Uh, I think it's a couple people said that you can join on your phone. Uh, I will make sure after this this week, I'll start making a membership uh, like badge. Um, and it'll be a JB logo. So I know who's members when I'm looking up if you call in, if if you're a member or not, or you're trying to sneak one in on me like a slap dick. So, um, so make sure, um, you, you can see that. Um, checking on my little slap dick here. I think you can join on the phone. There should be a way to join on your phone. Um, you just got to look, um, I think it's it says join if anyone can help uh brian in here um uh let him know for me please um brian's been a subscriber since i was at a thousand followers man i appreciate you brian shout out to you give it up give it up uh appreciate it 
Um, but now you got to join, become a member, not just a subscriber. So I appreciate you guys. Uh, I need the memberships, and I'm going to start taking live callers, video callers too. So you got to drop your nuts and guts to get into this chat. Um, so, hey, give me one minute. I'm going to take a piss break, and I'm going to get to this Merciless Monday as I get into uh, – a lot of shit, especially my top five dead or alive uh, new segments, man, that I'm going to start doing. So I appreciate you, man. And uh, give me two minute water break. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Transform you in the I hate a storm, hell Mary's, I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little giants, we been defying price. What's the cost to be the boss? Breaking down the walls, we all lean once the coin gets tossed. Got the plan of action, never acting. No need to scramble to get traction, we make it happen. From three fours to four three. Founder of Slapdick Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars, and the author of uh, Hit Me Now, Love Me Later, ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown. Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut. Coach, every time you come on, I laugh, I learn something, and then I fear that somebody's going to be incredibly pissed off with what you said. All around hustler. Make no mistake about it. I've done this a long time. Try to eliminate this soft society we have. There's legends roaming Hey, you mean now love me later like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hey, Hell yeah. Hey, Slapdick yeah. Whiskey's good. So are the Stogies. Some real talk. Real good flavor on these things. And the burn is excellent. Beautiful burn. Okay. Yes, sir. That big whiskey, that big cigars. Be true to yourself and see if if, if some shit changes for the. For All right, I'm back. I'm back. I appreciate everybody, man. Um, so we're getting this thing going. I appreciate everybody on YouTube. Polish Pipe, new member, Jason Taylor. I appreciate you, Brian Case. Appreciate you guys. Like I said, we're gonna get this thing, this party started on the Slap Dick Podcast. Merciless Monday is today. A uh, lot to discuss. So. Formatting-wise, I'm going to try to have a weekend discussion, a hot takes update. I'm the most interactive cat there is with my fan base, so please make sure we make no mistake about that. I'm always going to talk to uh, my fans, especially everybody on YouTube. All the supporters been in there uh, for a while. So you know I'm not going to be that bougie motherfucker that don't acknowledge the chat. All right, I do this by myself. I don't have a team. Uh, I, may, I may grow it a little bit and get a team. But having said that, um, I'm going to engage with you guys. So it's only better for the audio side to listen, I believe, on that side too. So it's a good thing. Um, Ash is out there being a slapdick. Um, so like I said, I'll talk about the weekend, whatever's that weekend, whatever transpired that particular weekend. Obviously, we just had two great NFL games this past weekend. And uh, so that's a good thing. Then I'll have some hot takes and updates. And then I'll have a No Mercy segment, which is the title of Monday's show. That'll be a topic that I come up with. Um, and then I'll take interview and calls. Uh, interviews either have a, a guest speaker or, or, or not a guest speaker, but a guest on the show that not only I'll talk to, but my, my fans that are members will talk to. And I'll have some good ones, and you guys will get to meet them face-to-face, -face and 
you can basically say you got to meet somebody. Um, so, shit. I don't think anybody's doing that shit. I'm going to get that shit fucking copywritten. And then um, I'll have a top five dead or alive on Monday. And uh, and then I'll have like an upcoming uh, a, a upcoming Friday's weekend takes. So on Fridays. And then in between that, I'll, I'll be taking calls and all those type of things. So appreciate everybody. TJ, you better become a member. Um, slap dick. Um, you know, I, I can get down, TJ, on the on the technical side. Don't hate. I taught you how to do DV sport. What you talking about? Boy. Anyway, one of my old uh, Polynesian old linemen, man, is, is in the show with me. So shout out to TJ. Um, in the house, former player Allen's in the house, all on YouTube live. Um, Cody Lyons, shout out from Redlands is in the house. Uh, Redlands is not too far from where I'm at. Uh, Cody, I ain't telling you where the fuck I'm at, but I ain't too far away. Um, you might be some weirdo fuck. I don't know. I'm just playing. Uh, appreciate everybody though. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Join today. Um, anyway, man, merciless Monday. All right. Uh, I have no mercy for ESPN right now and their fucking so-called announcers, analyst people. Now I have a couple good friends on ESPN. Shout out Michael Collins, Matt Barry, um, Shit, there's a lot of good people. Joey Galloway. There's a lot of good folks. I'm, I like Dan Orlowski. I do. Um, even though I, I call him out in different things, I did talk to him. We've talked a few times on the phone. We've had our uh, discussions. Shit, I think it's a great... He's a he's a good-hearted dude. Um, I still think he fucks up a lot of things on what he calls. Um, Casey, Ohio in the house. Um so, you know, there's some things that I think he does that, hey, that I think uh, he can get better at. And we talked about it. So he's at least a real dude and, 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 and called it and admitted he don't know that much, even though he played at the NFL level. People don't realize. I try to tell people all the time, the best players make for the worst coaches. <laughs> now there's some exceptions out there but go do the research please go do some research on how many great players turned coach and had success there's actually more players that did not coach that's had more success such as charlie weiss even though he did not have great head coaching experience uh, success he did have great oc um success Mike Leach never played. He's a fucking lawyer. Grew up out here in the Valley in Cali. Got his law degree from Pepperdine. Like you guys see people don't understand if you want to be in a profession, you need to know the profession. You need to learn the profession. You guys should be learning who you are looking up to or admiring or aspiring to be. If you young coaches out there want to be a Pat, a Mike Leach, then you guys need to go figure out what Mike Leach went through. 
Mike Leach did not play. And a lot of you guys can see I can I can I can rebut a lot of people's thoughts on Mike Leach is a hell of a coach. Listen, Mike Leach might be a hell of a play caller or a schematical guy or something like that. But how much head coaching success has Mike Leach had? How much head coaching success has Charlie Weiss had? If you think about it and you weigh the pros and the cons, I bet you the cons outweigh the pros on playing or not playing and then translating to a coach or coaching success. The same goes for analyst announcers. If you didn't play, you're going to have a huge missing area of knowledge that a person that did play would have. Have you guys heard Greg Olson announce any NFL games this year? Former tight end, great guy, good friend of mine. His uh, little baby brother played for me, Kevin Olson. Um, have you guys ever heard Greg Olson talk? First of all, he started last year as a player before he retired um, and played for the Seahawks that year, and then he did the XFL. I don't know if you guys know if he did the XFL. Uh, he did the XFL. I already knew he was going to be a great uh, announcer. Okay, if you guys don't know, go watch Greg Olson announce games. He's better than Romo to me by far. Everybody thinks Romo's like this great game caller, and I, I haven't seen it yet. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, maybe he's you know Corona Tone or whatever they call him. I haven't seen him yet. But um, hey, but. You know, the best part of the weekend is the fact that there is no more Jackson Mahomes or Brittany, whatever the fuck her name is, moving forward. I do agree with you, Lucy. Um, I posted that on my social media yesterday. Um, and that is the best part of moving forward with football. No Jackson fucking Mahomes, weird ass fucking looking dumbass privileged motherfucker. Just you know why I say privileged? Because how many other people can get down on the field and have the and have the I guess uh have the fucking Freedoms, I guess, that Jackson Mahomes has um, in doing this dumb shit. Like, he was allowed to dance on the memorial of Sean Taylor. <laughs> like, what the fuck are we doing? We're allowing that shit? God damn. Um, Romo was a good player, man. Like I said, I think he's a top five skill set quarterback of all time. I don't think he had the it factor, obviously. He he just couldn't win a game. He's not very uh, nutty and gutty, I guess. You can kind of tell. Um, you can kind of tell how he announces games, by the way. That he just doesn't have that grit that Troy Aikman has. Like, Troy Aikman won Super Bowls. Three of them. Like... Troy Aikman, to me, Troy Aikman is a fuck, dude. Troy Aikman's my, in my top five of all time. I've already talked about it, but um, Troy Aikman is a, uh, 
is a great, great quarterback in my opinion. Um, but it is what it is. Um, you know, got to move on, get it going, figure it out. But ESPN's got a bunch of fuck sticks right now, man. And uh, they're defending each other, which is cool. Like I said, I got some good friends um, over at ESPN. I was just with one all weekend, my boy, uh, Michael Collins, ESPN caddy. If you guys got ESPN Plus, go watch his shows over there. Um, Great dude, man. Had a great weekend with my boy, Pat Perez. Hung out with him all weekend. Uh... Got pretty fucked up uh, Saturday night after he finished tied for fifth. Nice little 200-something thousand dollar purse that he got. Great fucking job he did. He was on fire on the south course at Torrey Pines. If you don't know what Torrey Pines is, that's the U.S. Open last year. Um, it's one of the hardest courses in the, in the tour. And he did a fucking stellar job, man. Finished 13 under, I want to say. Birdie number 18. Um, great job. But back to my point, you listen to Greg Olson speak and you can tell that motherfucker played the game. He knows shit that no other announcer can get up there and discuss. Yet we have idiots like Stephen A. Smith who come out and are just politically mad at Jeff Garcia, myself, people that have basically called out Mina and this Sarah Spain broad, and all these different people, right? But he comes out and has the audacity to try to tell Jeff Garcia, well, I didn't play Jeff, and I know football. See, that's the problem. No, you don't know football, motherfucker. You don't know football. And I'm going to point out several reasons why you don't. And you can tell the complete difference. I would love to hear Stephen A. call a game. See, he's getting that Disney money, and Mickey Mouse is saying writing them checks, dog, and he has to stay politically correct, and I'm going to get into all that shit, but basically, I came out with a video. The very next day, Jeff Garcia writes an Instagram post, and then, obviously, they're not going to ever bring my name up on ESPN. Believe that. So they brought up Jeff Garcia, much more known person than I am, and he'll get up there and 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 talk shit about Jeff. But, you know, because Jeff ain't going to come out and talk shit like I will. Because I'll call your motherfucking no hairline bitch ass out. I'm going to call all you motherfuckers out. You're all a bunch of fake motherfuckers who have not a clue about what you're talking about. But it comes out to, you know, I didn't mean, I didn't, I, I'll never disrespect a woman, just so we're clear. Um, you got to be a fucking way out motherfucker for me to disrespect you you're gonna have to really do a lot to me or my mind but having said that you know sarah spain is a female broadcaster announcer whatever you want to call it i think she's a baseball analyst i think on espn i'm not really sure who she is i did not know who she was at all um until about a year and a half two years ago we got into a beef and see, I don't think a lot of people know. I think a lot of people on Twitter who defend her come out and see her. Um, so anyway, long story short, she blocked me, I guess yesterday on Twitter. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. So I had people send me, um, 
some of you guys are here in the show. I appreciate you guys. Some of you. So they sent me her her tweet. Now you you got to be a cowardly motherfucker to block someone and then tweet about them. See, I just respond to a motherfucker and then I block you. These this is a regular. See, I don't I don't I'm not into blocking motherfuckers. If you're in the if you're in the limelight, oh dog, I'm not gonna block you. We gonna talk shit. But if you're if you got a blue check mark. And you are not even as known as I, my motherfucking ass who ain't nobody. Then I'm blocking your bitch ass if you. I had this weird old fucking Nicholas Cage lookalike motherfucker today tweet me uh, defending Sarah Spain. Look like a straight pedophile. Like he's got a bunch of little kids in his basement right fucking now. He looked like that type of motherfucking comb over was unbelievable. Um. He said something about me having a van on the river or something. And uh, I said, I don't understand. Uh, I said, I don't, I, don't, I don't understand what you're talking about. I guess I got to be a backwood fucking redneck to know what you're saying. And he was like, no, you, you can only say seven words. I'm, I, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, uh, it doesn't surprise me that you don't know what I'm talking about. And I said, well, anytime you want to come on my show and have a debate, motherfucker, I bet you money I have more degrees than your bitch ass, too. And anyway, I call him Nicholas Cage and block because I don't have no time for him. I don't know who he is. Now, if that was Stephen A., I wouldn't block him at all. I'd go at it all day, just like I did with Ryan Clark, just like I did with Sarah Spain. So Sarah Spain's story, I want everybody to know the Sarah Spain story. <clears throat> because, see, everyone wants to put their fucking shitty fat foot in their shitty fat mouth before they know what the fuck they're talking about. And that is the problem with society. But the problem is this motherfucker comes out and wants to start talking shit and everyone defends her because they don't know what the fuck she's she really did. And everyone's half wondering what what's she being Sarah Spain's beef about? They just think it started over this thing. <sighs> no, it did not start over this thing. She jumped into the Mina Kimes thing. I fucking did a thing on her because she called first of all, she called she said that since uh that the Chiefs were gonna beat Cincinnati's ass. Because Cincinnati's backfield wasn't fast enough for Tyreek Hill. <laughs> I gotta laugh, dog, because that's the people Stephen A. is defending, saying they know as much as the motherfuckers who played the game. Like... Let's not make it a male versus female gender equity Title IX fucking situation. This ain't a Title IX equitable equity fucking pro men over women situation. This is a truthful situation. Do you know or not know what you state? She does not. Mina does not. Half the men on that show do not. Have I not called out every man on ESPN that fucking say false shit? Have you not seen my post and tweets and fucking everything else? I don't give a fuck. I'm an equal opportunist fucking realist. I don't care if you're a man, a woman, a blue, a red, a black, a white. I don't give a fuck what you are and what you fucking represent. 
I'm a 100% realist. If you're black and a fucking shitbird, I'm going to call you a shitbird. If you're a white and you're a fucking shitbird, I'm going to call you a fucking shitbird. I'm going to fight the stereotypes and I'm going to fucking tell you why you do have a stereotype. <laughs> That's what motherfuckers don't want to hear. They don't want to hear the truth. They think the stereotypes are all fake and they think that you didn't do anything to get them. Well, I'm going to tell you otherwise. I'm going to tell you the real about them. And shit, dude, give me this. God damn it. Anyway, Slapdick Podcast brought to you by Slapdick himself, myself, because I have to fucking pull shit out of my dog's mouth during the show. Yeah, you fucking choking because you fucking bit some of my shit. But anyway, make sure you get some Slapdick whiskey, bold, rugged, and smooth. Buy one, don't be one. Buy one, don't be one. That's going to be my new hashtag, man. I think I'm going to change it to buy one, don't be one. That's going to be our motto. Buy one, don't be one. Um, I wrote that down. I usually have a transcriber audio recorder, just like I did when I coached. But CoachJBStore.com, you can get some whiskey. You can get a book, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later, and the new merch is dropping, and it is fire, and it's all NFL material. It's gonna, it's not, it ain't going to be no fucking swap meat ass shit. It's going to be the real deal, comfortable, some Bilicek short sleeve hoodies. There's going to be some fucking regular hoodies. There's going to be some T-shirts, some Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. There's going to be eight different quotes that you can buy on the back. Um... Of the shirts or hoodies. There's going to be trucker hats for females. And then we're making a female slapdick line. Boy shorts for all you females out there. Whether you have a man or not. Or if you just need me for a night or two. There's going to be some boy shorts. It's going to say it's a great day to have a great fucking day on the back of them. And uh, there'll be some pink ones I believe. Black and pink. We'll see what happens. Um, so, Kanye Gardner in the house. Shout out to you. See, he's asking about Dan Orlovsky's takes. He said he comes up with some good points. See, I don't believe he does. No hate on him. I just don't believe he does. See, that's the difference. I don't know, Kanye, if you played or not. Um, he probably did. I don't know. But, um, you know... There's got to be, there's some fucking, there's some relevance there, dog. Like, if you don't know and didn't play, how 99% of the Dan Orlovsky supporters love him because they don't know anything. That's my fucking point, man. Everyone that likes Stephen A., they don't know nothing. They're out there as novice fans who work 40-hour work weeks, 9 to 5s, and they don't know shit. They never played shit. They were band members or fucking pocket nerds or whatever the fuck. No, no knock. We all need you. We need you. I got to have an accountant, motherfucker. I got to have a motherfucker that knows how to do some shit. So I'm, I'm glad you were fucking those things. Um, I think Keyshawn's a slapdick, too. The best guy ESPN has is Bart Scott. I'm just going to keep it 100 with everybody here. Bart Scott is the best on ESPN. Bar none. 
but anyway, you know, the going back to the Sarah Spain thing, man. Sarah Spain, and that's the my knock. See, I got a lot of people telling me that I'm too engaging with my audience. But dog, they're on YouTube with me. I'm by myself. I ain't no too good bougie motherfucker. I'm gonna talk and answer motherfuckers' questions. Um, but I do get off track when I answer your fucking questions and be forgetting what I'm saying because I don't write out my scripts. I'm just fucking winging it. I write down notes and rest of it's all winged, so I get kind of fucked up. So it is what it is. I don't have a writer and scripter. But going back to Sarah Spain, all right? I'm ADHD on top of all that other shit. OCD on top of all that other shit. So just bear with me, all you slapdick fans out there. But all you guys that are new to YouTube or in, the ch- or in the room, I appreciate you guys. Please hit the like button, subscribe, and become a member. Join today, whether you're on a desktop or a phone, um, because I, I will be having live video callers, but you got to be a member. Pay the $199, get your ass up, be a membership, be a member, and this will be the best show ever. Like I said, I will have live guests on too, and, you can, and I'm still going to have you on, all my fan base. You can call in and... And talk to my guests, just like you're meeting them in person. I don't believe anybody else is doing that. I think everybody's scared as fuck. Um, yeah, and, 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 and Brandon, think about it. Why is that? It's, it's funny how, why is it that me and Marcellus grew up together? Why, do we, why are we both kind of similar? <laughs> Cut from our cloth, man. Hey, you get drugged through the mud together, you kind of grow up and think the same way. But anyways... Um, Sarah Spain has came after me after I called out Mina and then I called her out for telling everybody that the Chiefs were going to blow out the Bengals and that the Bengals backfield was too slow. So I called her out and I said, listen, Stephen A., these are the people you're defending and ESPN, these are the people you are fucking hiring that are calling the secondary on a defensive fucking team the backfield. I said, the backfield is where the running back is. You talking about Mixon, sweetie? Do you think Mixon's in the fucking secondary? Like, get your shit right, man. If you don't know, don't say. Common fucking words to live by. If you don't know, don't say. So, no, Marcus Wiley is at Fox, and he is on Speak for Yourself. Pretty big show on Fox. So, anyway, Sarah Spain, though, has blocked me. And then she start, she's been talking shit, but she blocked me. And then she did some shit and didn't tag me. So she talked shit about me and Jeff Garcia in the same, same tweet, but didn't tag either of us. Now tell me, are you not a cowardly motherfucker? Dog, if I'm going to tag you, if I'm going to talk about you, I'm going to at least tag you. I'm going to at least let you know how I feel about you. But damn, but it's crazy how she wants to talk all this shit. But I come to find out she was selling ass, I guess, on motherfucking eBay or something. I have no idea what she was doing, but apparently she was floating around paid dates. She wanted you to pay for her to take her on a date years ago. And I guess I have no idea how she got into business. But lady, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not here to knock you and talk shit about you or degrade you. But. It's funny and ironic that you're talking shit and everyone that's defending you has not a clue and kind of shows me their true colors because the people that defend you, Sarah Spain, 
are probably half either racist, dumbasses, or ignorant because they have no fucking idea what you really did and what the fuck me and you original beef really is. So along a couple years ago, Sarah Spain came to the defense of a lady who was bashing some players of mine. And she was actually a lady that's pretty famous too. I ain't going to bring her up. But anyway, she actually got raped, um, supposedly domestic violence and raped uh, at Oregon State. Okay. She's a very famous person. I actually invited her to come speak to my players at Indy. She denied us because we were a JUCO. And I'm like, really? But now since, if you haven't followed it, since that, she now does speakings at JUCOs, but she's charging up the yin-yang. And she goes around charging D1s, big money, and all this shit. Well, she's a famous lady. You you can Google her. I won't say her name on here because me and her don't get along. But anyway, Sarah Spain came to her defense because obviously all the women knew her because she was a lady that was an advocate for sexual abuse and rape. And so, by the way, I'm an advocate too as a man. So you know how I feel about that shit. I would never in a million years let a motherfucker on my team that touched a woman in the wrong way, domesticated, domestic violence or anything. All right. Well, long story short, to tell you guys a story, there was a few players leaving the University of Minnesota. Played for a good friend of mine, Jerry Kill and Tracy Clays. Both good friends. Tracy and Jerry just took jobs up at New Mexico. Um... State, I believe, as the, Jerry's the new head coach there. But anyway, you know, I talked to both of them. I've obviously knowing them real well. Talked to both of them in at at length regarding these three players. These three players. If you guys don't know the story, and a lot of you sports heads, if you guys want to look it up, but University of Minnesota, we're gonna was gonna play Washington State in a bowl game a few years back. And the players boycotted and walked out because these three players that I'm discussing that I ended up bringing to play for me were charged. Actually, were not charged, were accused. Okay, make sure we're clear. Accused um, of rape. And they were found innocent. They were never charged. They were never arrested. But yet the lady who claimed to be raped who was actually having sex with many athletes on campus i read the 85 page dossier um she came out and got a restraining order against these kids out of pure spite because she was taking so much hate for being a liar like so many females do when they claim and and accuse rape that are that ends up being false um now i'm not saying that there's not rape going on don't get it twisted what i'm saying is there's a lot of lying going on in a lot of young men's careers and lives period fuck their career lives have been altered and very very negatively affected by false accusations allegations and charges i've been a part of a lot of them i've seen them i've had to help out kids get out of them and I'm going to be honest with you. Football is played by 75% African-American, coached by 85% white people. Administers are 90% white. You know, 
fucking percent of the white girls are the ones claiming rape versus the black males. And those girls are from towns of like eight people. And when they go tell Joe Paul, the dad, that they slept with a brother, the dad goes, what? And after he probably beats her ass, his own daughter's ass, or goes across her face with a backhand or some shit, she goes, he, he, he tells her, no, you're going to claim rape. We can't live in this fucking huge town of eight in fucking John and Waka Waka, Nebraska, and you fucking walk around my neighborhood and they look at you and da da. Motherfucker, that is what I've witnessed a thousand times, just so you know. I didn't just make it up. I didn't make up the names of that shit, but I didn't make up the story. Didn't make up the fucking scenario. That is what happens. And these kids are fighting for their fucking lives now because you fucking or your racist daddy or whoever the fuck, even though your daughter fucked and wanted to fuck, you now have a fucking bitter fucking because you taught racism. Just so we're clear, it's it's a learned trait. It's not a fucking we're not born with it, but I would not bring one on if he had an, an a charge or any type of serious allegations. But after doing the research, talking to the coaches, just so you know, a coach was fired. The head coach at the University of Minnesota was fired for backing up his players. It's ironic that he's a JUCO guy, isn't it? It's ironic that a JUCO guy is the motherfucker that, that, that defended his own team because he knows the real. And that's why he's a great recruiter. That's why players went to Minnesota. That's why Minnesota was rolling at that time. They were starting to get dudes in there. Long story short... I read the stories. I got the issues. The one of the kids' dads was a fucking sheriff. Um, and the cops came, found out the girl basically was caught on camera lying. Basically got caught on camera like, we got them motherfuckers. Like, no shit. So I'm like, wow, man. Well, good old Sarah Spain, America, everyone out there listening. She came out and fucking accused my kids of rape and has not a fucking clue who they were and what they were. Just so you know, these three black men also sued the state of Minnesota and the university and everyone else involved for discrimination, not only racial, not only gender, but discrimination because of people like Sarah Spain who wanted to come out and straight up take the side of a lady who has not a fucking clue about anything that happened with these three kids. And you want to defend someone. And then I sent them the fucking links and showed them the fucking videos of you got this girl got caught lying, you motherfucker. So you want three black kids to go to jail for nothing. And you don't feel bad about it one bit. But these are the people ESPN's hiring. These are the motherfuckers ESPN's hiring. You can't fucking tell me that ESPN's turning over rocks and finding out who these people they're hiring truly are. But then you got this broad on fucking social media going after me because I call her out for being horrible at her job. Never attacked her personally. Never attacked her socially. But the first thing she responds, she doesn't respond to Anything that I said about her being wrong at her job, she comes after me like a fan would. Just like one of these 
bitch made fans that I have. And she brings up Hitler and fake charges that were brought up against me for fucking fraud and uh, whatever the fuck they were. I don't even know what they were because I I didn't do them. Obviously, I was vindicated, obviously. So she came out and basically accused me of having these things, uh, doing these things (laughs) and then blocked me. So now that now I'm seriously talking to some law, my lawyers, and uh, I might file a suit. I might file a straight defamation suit. You know why? Because everybody fucking files it against my motherfucking ass. All you soft ass motherfuckers out there. So fuck it. I'm going to join in these motherfuckers. Something I would never do in a million years. Now I'm doing that shit now. You a motherfucker, you, you bitch, you better watch out. <laughs> I'm coming after all you motherfuckers. All you bitch made men out there defending this lady is unbelievable. It's fucking comical. But identity theft, that's what it is. Identity theft and all this shit. I'm like, really? What the fuck? Who did I, whose identity did I motherfucking steal? I wish I would. But anyway, that's all in the past. Obviously, I had to beat that. Another obstacle in my life. But hey, you know, you can't keep a hustler down. But anyway, the bottom line is, you want to have motherfuckers, you want to talk shit like a fanboy would. You want to talk shit like a motherfucker that has not a clue who I really am or what I really did. And that tells me how fucking horrible you are at your own job and life. (laughs) I mean, I just want to be clear. Like, you can't even discuss anything that I did or said. You want to attack things that you can Google. False things on top of that. Fake things on top of that. False allegations on top of that. My shit's 100%, sweetie. Everything I say is real. Everything about you being horrible is real. You called a secondary for the fucking Cincinnati Bengals, the backfield, and you're on ESPN. <laughs> like, can you, for real, can you keep it 100 and keep it funky? You called the fucking Bengals secondary. The backfield. And you said that the Chiefs were going to dominate the Bengals. When in fact, five weeks ago on this very show, the Slapdick podcast, I said the Rams will play the Bengals in the Super Bowl. And if you go back to the Pat McAfee show or my own, Way, way back, I picked the Rams to win the Super Bowl when they got Matthew Stafford. So I didn't pick the Rams to win the Super Bowl when they got OBJ and fucking Miller, by the way, all you fucking bandwagoners that I see now. All of a sudden, there's a million new Rams fans. All of a sudden, there was a million new 49er fans. Now, half those Niner fans are probably fucking Ram fans. It's unbelievable how fucking quick you guys are to jump ship. It, it blows my mind, but that's the world we live in, man. That's the li- the world we live in. Um, Chris Broussard called an old lineman for the Titans, an old lineman for the other team. You guys remember that shit? Oh fuck, dude, he's horrible. Um, but it is what it is. Um, but that's what the the beef stems from with me and Sarah Spain. 
Once you go after my players, dog, I don't give a fuck if they're white, black, whatever. I got an issue. But you come after some black kids who get falsely accused of rape all the fucking time. And you are a low-life piece of shit. And you represent ESPN, who must be a lot of low-life pieces of shit who endorse and hire you. I know they endorse and hire some great people, too. Michael Collins, fucking Mark Jones, great-ass friend of mine. Best guy I'm calling basketball and college football. Matt Barry, great dude. There's some good people on fucking ESPN that I know that I'm friends with. Now, I haven't met Dan in person. We have talked on the phone a few times, have shared texts. We, are, we, we have no beef. He might not like me now because I guess... I talk shit about Mina. They might be friends, but you know, to me, one has nothing to do with the other. See what I mean? We're, we're, we're grown folks. <laughs> we're big boys and big girls. That's why this is merciless Monday. I have no fucking mercy. I take no mercy on the fucking ESPN fucks who want to come after JB. Come after me, motherfuckers. You motherfuckers better have an army. And, and, and all you fans out there who want to defend these motherfuckers and, and talk shit about me and only have two things you can clown about me. All you want to talk about is Hitler and motherfucking charges that were fake. Now, that tells you a lot about a human. Because if you don't have no real tangible fucking information on me and you're having to dig deep to bring up false accusations... That tells me that you're just a motherfucker that wants to be heard. You're a 600-pound life fuck sitting in your basement, jacking off your friend, eating donuts, and not helping a soul in life. You're not helping no motherfucking buddy. You're just waiting for a handout or a donut hand in your hand, fat fuck. But anyway, no mercy on these motherfuckers, man. I don't give a fuck about them, man. I don't want to fucking care I, I don't care i move on dog you know i move on and uh it is what it is but that's the beef that i have with her you know you want to go after some black kids of mine who did nothing wrong and accuse them to me you're a piece of shit at the bottom of the barrel you need to be flushed and espn endorses and hire and employs you <laughs> crazy but Stephen A, man, uh, on my mercy, on my no mercy take here, you know, talking about Jeff Garcia and say, saying that he knows football without ever playing, it really comes, I want to prove something to you on why he is such an idiot and why that statement, that very statement of Stephen A saying that you don't have to play to know the sport. This he came out and made a fuck a fucking fool out of himself today on first take. And I don't know if you've heard it or if you got to hear it, but he came out today and was talking about fucking um Mike Sh uh, Shanahan. Um um That he don't love Jimmy G. Jimmy G. That, that, that Shanahan don't love Jimmy G. And uh, <laughs> he stopped. I, I just want to be clear. He stopped the show and came out and said, I just want to be clear and I want to make sure you guys all hear me. 
Shanahan just lied to America on national TV. He came out and said that today, dog. I, I, I mean, I'm not lying. So, um, oh, I mean, I, I love Jimmy. I'm not I want to share this with you, and I want to, I want to show it. I want to show everybody this thing. Um, because it really blows my mind. Right now, it's the last stuff on my mind. But Jimmy has battled his ass off. He battled today. I'm going to show you this. I can find it. Um, he said that Jimmy battled his ass off and that he loves Jimmy G. And I'm not going to take too much time and look for it. Um, see, if I had a team, I'd prep that shit and have it already. But I'm a slap dick. Um, see, I'd be cussing a coach out if he wasn't pre- prepared. See, you prepare tomorrow today. You prepare for tomorrow today. But, you know... I got too much going for all that. But anyway. This motherfucker came out. And Shanahan came out and said he loves Jimmy G. And Stephen A stopped everything on the show today and came out and said lies. You just lied to America. And I'm sitting there like, damn, this motherfucker has not a fucking clue. About a player and coach relationship. Because you didn't fucking play the game. But yet this motherfucker says he's as good as anybody at calling football when he don't know when he didn't play the game. And that's the fucking ego and ignorance of these motherfuckers. Because you don't know what you don't know, motherfucker. You were never in that locker room. You were never coached and you never played. You don't know what the brotherhood's like. You played HBCU shitty ass fucking Division Three basketball, motherfucker, and didn't even start. Shut the fuck up, Luciana. Hey, I need you. Let's do it. But the cold part about it is, you wouldn't make the statement that you just made about Shanahan saying that he don't love Jimmy G. He just lied to America. Motherfucker, you have no clue about the player and coach relationship. You don't have a fucking clue about the quarterback and play caller quarterback coach relationship that's even better, stronger, realer. You're talking about shit you don't fucking have a clue what you're discussing, man. But yet you think you really know what the fuck you're saying? That's why you put your fat foot in your fat fucking mouth with your fucked up hairline, motherfucker. And then you defend Mina and Sarah Spain and all these motherfuckers because that's your job and that's your check. But I'll never swoop to your level. I'll never make your money. I probably won't in your life. I don't know. Never. I'll never say never. I might hit the lotto or hit something big. Who knows? Maybe I'll be the next Pat McAfee. Who knows? But shit. I definitely won't suck dicks and kiss asses like you fake fucks. I hope $10 million is really worth your motherfucking dignity, motherfucker. Because your dignity is fucking shit. You fucking have none. You have zero. And I'll be damned if I go to, if I die tomorrow and on my tombstone said, this guy kissed ass and sucked dicks to get to the top. Motherfucker, I ain't never sucking a dick or kissing an ass to get to the top. 
If I fail, I fail my way. But at least I fucking sleep at night knowing I got some dignity and some fucking self-respect. Not 90% of you fucks don't. It's ironic how fake some of you motherfuckers are, man. All you, even you fucking Twitter hand, Twitter cowards out there, keyboard cowards, everybody on Instagram and Twitter who knows everything, who wants to talk, they think they know this, they think they know that, but have never walked a fucking step in your shoes, who's never helped a soul, who's never done a fucking thing for anybody, but yet they know everything. They're the jack of all fucking trades. Well, you're the master of zero, motherfucker. And don't forget it. And on top of that, you're a fake fucking bitch who fucking don't have a fucking clue what it takes to get out of the drama and the fucking life that we had to come out of. You don't have a fucking idea. You don't have a clue. But it is what it is. Um, but that's the proof of you not playing and not knowing the same amount of fucking things that a Greg Olson knows calling the game, motherfucker. Because you don't have a fucking clue what protection numbers mean. You don't have a fucking clue what names over here to the right mean and what names over here to the left mean. It could be a whole nother fucking protection. It could be a whole nother fucking audible. It could be a whole nother fucking check. But you guys don't have a fucking clue. But yet you want to keep talking and talking and talking as if you do. Like, you guys are fucking horrible, man. It is what it is. Uh, keyboard cowards are out there. But like I said, one of the quotes on the back of my hoodies that's coming out with this apparel line is it, it is one of my favorites, and that's, you know, love your haters. They're your biggest fans. That'll be on the back of a shirt. Guarantee it. it they'll be out. Hey, my my. My apparel might launch this week from what I've been told recently as of a few minutes ago. So we're trying to launch that shit ASAP. And that goes for the women's line as well as the men's line, plus the visors, the beanies, and the hats. Uh, women's hats, pink trucker hats. Um, I got a lot of shit coming out. And like I said, I'm, shit, I'm pro-woman around this motherfucker. Just because I say fuck Sarah Spain and, and, and I think I don't say fuck Mina Kimes. I just think Mina Kimes is, is not a very good report. I don't think she's very good at her job. I never attacked her personally. I just said she wasn't very good at her job. It's funny how I say certain things to certain people, right? But then I get called out for saying, oh, JB, you can't do that. You can't do this. But yet these are the motherfuckers who do nothing but talk shit about you. Like, that shit is, blows my mind. Um, oh, yeah, you know, dog, Tim, I got big boy sizes, dog. That's why I told you I got the best of the fucking best when it comes to quality of material. And that's why we're going to get the big line. I need big, dog. This I'm wearing right here is a 3X, and it's so fucking snug, dog. It feels like five virgins in a motherfucking Volkswagen. I It's tight. It's tight. But... Uh, the new ones, dog, they're going to be sweet. They're going to be sweet. Um, yes, you either coach it or allow it will be a quote on the back. So that is also a quote. I have eight quotes, by the way. Um, I have eight quotes, and uh, I'm not going to give them all away, but I do have eight of my favorite quotes. I need a Just So We're Clear shirt. <laughs> that ain't bad idea, man. Just so we're clear. I know a lot of cats give me shit for that. I know that's one of my... Um, 
um, sayings. I don't know if it's a quote, but but just so we're clear, man, you know that's that's some real shit though. Um, but anyway, everybody that's listening, everybody that's here, uh, Lucy, I appreciate you, man. Clap, uh, uh, much love to you. She said she can vouch for me as being pro woman. And no, we have never met. Um, just for all you out there, we'll clear it away air right now. Uh, Lucy is a happily married. Lucy, I don't know if you're really happily married or not. I hope you are. Um, but you know, I like fucking with you. Oh, I got tons of uh, hoodies. Ruben, what up? Everybody in the show, uh, like 130 of you guys in here right now. Make sure you become a member. Join now. Like I said, I'll be taking live callers. But Ruben, man, and myself grew up together uh, since we were little kids. So uh, just so you guys know, me and Ruben grew up together. And uh, we just actually hooked back up. We actually just got, got in contact with each other again. Man, all you guys out there, you guys don't realize, like, Time is a thief. Time is a thief. And uh, you got to understand, man, time is a thief. And you don't know when that shit is gone. And you'll never get it back. So all your partners, your homies, your acquaintances, your friends, whoever you got, especially your family, go out there, man, and find them. If you haven't found them, go reach out. And if you reach out and they don't reach back, fuck them. That's just real shit. Hey, dog, you're a grown-ass woman or a grown-ass man. And if you haven't accepted the fact that somebody has either is trying to reconcile and reach out to you to apologize, A. And remember, I tell you about my apology philosophy. I think apologizing is is who you are. Um, And, you know... uh, I, I truly believe apologizing is the fakest form of flattery. I think that when you apologize, um, you know, <laughs> we are who we are and what we do, not what we say we do. We are what we do. That's who we are. We are what we do, not what the fuck we say we do. How many fake fucks say some shit and then come out and apologize? And they've done it over and over and over and over again. That's who the fuck they are. For all you geniuses out there who give them a pass. I'm sorry uh, that I sodomized that that little fucking eight-year-old boy. Then he gets out of jail. He's in a fucking sexual offender. He's he's listed. He's uh, registered as a sexual offender. Does it again and apologizes again. And you know what? There's people out there that are fucking truly accept it. Have you realized that that's who this motherfucker is? Not what he says he is. We got too many fake motherfuckers that just talk the talk and they never walk the walk. A lot of barkers, no biters. That's what we have. That's what we have. But you motherfuckers don't get it. You guys don't understand it. Um, yeah, man, you know, daddy's, you know, daughter, uh, you know, girl dads are, are a little different, man. You know, obviously it's a, it's a, it's kind of a, like a, 
it's kind of a generational curse thing, Justin Roberts. Um, you know, I truly believe it. I, I, I only have a daughter. And, you know, when I had her, not that I did women wrong, but we've all, as men, have been there. You know, we've probably all been in that phase, the player phase or the phase that, well, we want to try to, you know, crack this honey and crack that honey or whatever words you want to use that's probably fucking disrespectful as fuck to a woman, right? I want to smash and hit and all this old shit. Even though I know women that tell you they want to smash and hit too but that's because the man and it's a man's world regardless of what you guys think um and that's not i'm not saying it's a right or a wrong thing i'm just telling you it's still a man's world unfortunately women but women have now left the nest egg they've gone out and they've done their own thing and there there's a lot of women out here who are the breadwinners in their household so shout out to all you women out there that are breadwinners in the household um but a lot of the lingo they get um is from a man's perspective right right or wrong or indifferent like we call females hoes and sluts all day long but we're out fucking five girls a week you call a woman a hoe and a slut because she fucked two cats in a year (laughs) Like, where's the perspective? Where's the realness? Like, you got to bring out the real. You got to holler at the real. So we are fucking dapped up for fucking 20 motherfuckers a month. You guys, women, are called hoes and sluts. See, people don't want to really, you know, perception's reality. People don't really want to break down the real on the thing. You know, we're out here giving our... We're, we're out here giving daps to motherfuckers who, who, are, who, are, who are going and, and trying to you know, run through as many women as possible until they have a daughter. And then the motherfucking life changes up, don't it? Tim Parrish, everybody want to talk about laying pipe and running through this and running through that and all this old bit shit until they have a daughter, motherfuckers, life's change. You said what? You called my daughter a bitch? You said, what? You called my daughter a hoe? Oh, now the shit changed. But you called motherfuckers' daughters hoes and bitches for 25 years, motherfucker. Boy, fucking real motherfuckers don't want to talk the real shit. It's fucking funny how fake motherfuckers run from the real shit, dog. It's unbelievable. You motherfuckers all, you know, the coin flips, dog, in a heartbeat. You know, the fucking NFL overtime, that motherfucking changed, dog. Woo. Man, we get, a, we get a daughter and we're like, hold up. You ain't talking to a motherfucker till you're 21. We got a shotgun at the door. You, you know, we're fucking interviewing motherfuckers. We're getting motherfuckers resumes to take our daughter to the motherfucking prom. Shit. <laughs> Dog, but there's truth to this. It's more than karma, Isaac. It's a generational curse. I got a homie who has 14 daughters, dog. That's on my daughter. That's on my dead daddy. He has 14 daughters from 14 baby mamas. This is a motherfucker who ain't learned shit. 
<laughs> dog, this is a motherfucker. Hey, dog, after three win- girls, it becomes, hey, dog, you're doing the same shit over and over, expecting a different result. <laughs> That's insanity, motherfucker. You are now officially insane. Motherfucker, you are insane now. <laughs> you are legitimately the definition of, of insanity. Hey, and he's a good he's a good friend of mine. And I'm like, dog, strap it up, A. No, it's not Antonio. Strap it up, A. Fucking, I don't even want to say pull out. I'm not gonna disrespect the women in the room. But damn, dog. Like, and I I'm gonna be real. He fucking lost his shit when his like middle-aged daughter at 15 had sex. Oh shit. See what I'm saying? But that's the reality that we fucking run from. But we don't want to talk about that shit. We don't want to talk about it, dog. We're not real like that. But you could disrespect the woman and tell it your mama, right? You could disrespect the woman and tell it your motherfucking mama. Why do you think I have my players raise their hand and I ask them, who the fuck in here has a mama? They all raise their hand. Every single kid is going to raise your hand if you ask that question. Good. Then I better never hear you say the word fucking bitch, hoe, or whatever you want to say regarding a female on this campus or anywhere out in the community or anywhere for that matter if I see you or hear it. Why do you think I teach those little lessons? Because it ain't about fucking winning and losing football games, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck about winning and losing football games. But they still call me Lord of the Rings. <laughs> because if you do right, six days out the week, the seventh fucking day will handle itself. That's game day, motherfucker. You'll win the game if you do right six days. And people don't realize what win means for me. Win means what's important now. That's the acronym I'm known for because we're going to win in the community. We're going to win in the weight room. We're going to win in the practice field. We're going to win in the classroom. We're going to win with females. We're going to win with teammates. We're going to win with respecting our fucking own family members and parents. But too many of our parents allow it and don't coach it. You either coach it or you allow it. And that's fucking not only in coaching, but that's in life. The motherfucking kid pulls up short of the line and not a coach in the fucking team checks him. You just allowed it, dog. You just allowed below mediocrity. You're accepting mediocrity and you just fuck that kid. That's the problem. You absolutely just fuck that kid by teaching him it's okay to come pull up short and not finish through the line full motherfucking speed. And now you wonder why that motherfucker's going to pull up short in real life and quit work and fucking don't go to class and fucking rob McDonald's and do all this old bullshit. But... You know, the team we had that went 2-8 and eight on the last series of the show, they were just as talented as the year we won it all. But the problem is, six days out the week, we fucking were horrible. We were fucking shitbirds, borderline criminal. Not only the players, but the coaches. Why do you think I fired seven of them motherfuckers during the show? They don't even show half of them. Why do you think I cut 45 players <laughs> 
plus about 60 red shirts. I cut 100 motherfuckers that year. We had the worst nucleus in America because of the show, A, because everybody wanted to be on motherfucking camera, B. And until you coach in that environment, you'll never fucking know. But you know what I'm known for? Two and eight. Joey B, let me break down some fucking finance for you, dog. Now, I'm not knocking you. I'm going to break down some real shit right here that a lot of cats don't know. But if you're from the hood, you realize how the mighty dollar operates, especially when it's a fallacy. It is a fallacy that you're making $23 an hour at McDonald's. See, the higher they pay you at McDonald's, what do you think the fucking Big Mac prices just did? The motherfuckers just went up, dog. The Big Mac just went up and you haven't even just go look at the prices. They've slowly gone up to match the twenty three dollars an hour at fucking McDonald's. But what happens and Joey B just said twenty three dollars an hour at McDonald's, but they can't find anyone to work. I'm going to tell you why they can't find anybody to work. It's twenty three dollars an hour to work at McDonald's to, to, to pay you now. But the prices of the food has all gone up. So what does that do to the fucking customer, Joey B? They don't come. The customer doesn't come to McDonald's no more, dog. There's not even a $1 menu no more. Have you noticed? So the customers don't show no more. What does that do? The $23 an hour can't happen no more, dog. So guess what? Less workers. Less workers. Is the Big Mac really $10, Kanye? Is it really $10 for a Big Mac? See, a lot of cats, I should teach motherfucking finance. By the way, that's what I did teach the kids on Tuesdays. I mean, on Mondays. But anyway, I should teach fucking finance literacy, dog. Because these motherfuckers, man, they don't get it. Like, I got one of my fucking former players who've made it big. I'm not going to say no, but I have 27 players in the NFL. I, I got a kid that's made it big. His first check, now mind you, he's a first-year player and not guaranteed a career contract or anything. But I want to make sure that you understand this. He's a first-year guy, and he gets about $450,000 signing bonus. He goes out and buys a $150,000 motherfucking chain. And then to match it, he went out and got a watch and a fucking earrings. He spent like 200 racks on a fucking chain. Now, mind you, 450 before tax. So you just probably had, you only made about 300 off that 450, dog. And you just spent 200 of it on fucking a chain and a fucking watch. We all, and guess what, dog? Motherfucker got his shit snatched at the club. Motherfucker got snatched at the club. I don't give a fuck if you got insurance on it or not. That is a fucking bad investment. It's called hood investing. And that's what motherfuckers don't want to want to realize. That's hood investing. And we got to teach our hood kids financial literacy. And you got to tell them the real. But we don't have nobody like that no more. We want to be so fucking. We want to kiss ass and suck dicks and please these motherfucking kids. We won't tell them the truth. We want to whisper sweet nothings to all these motherfuckers. So they play for us and don't transfer and hit the transfer portal and transfer high schools. And and they don't do this and don't do that. Motherfucker, please. 
You better start beating that motherfucking ass, dog. You better start beating that motherfucking ass. Start checking them. Just so you're clear, these kids need discipline and want it. They just don't know how to ask for it. You have to give it to them. Raw and uncut. Raw and uncut. I got this fucked up TV in this room, man, and it's fucked up. Yeah, I heard haircuts gone up through the roof. If you go to a barber shop, I heard that shit went up through the roof. Um, that's why I cut my own shit, dog. I ain't going to ever spend a motherfucking dollar on a haircut. Fuck that. I don't need no haircut. I do my shit. Do my own lines, you know. Dog, I'm not a fashion motherfucker. I give a fuck about fashion. You know what I'm saying? I have a fucking white t-shirt and fucking 501 motherfucker. And half the time I wear fucking shirts and shorts. Motherfucker, please. I'm a realist. I'm the real motherfucking one. I ain't no bullshit fake motherfucker. Um... So I'm going to add this segment to the show, which is the, uh, I'm not doing it today, but it's the top five dead or alive. And that, that means it could be anything. It can include anything. Um, it can, it can, uh, it can include like whiskey, tequila. I, I might, I might test taste five tequilas on the show. And then I might have the guest. They come on and want to chop it up to have the same drink so we can test taste them motherfuckers. And, I, and some of them may not be a lot around no more. You might have to crack open a real one, an old school one. I don't know, some Chivas Regal or something. My boy Ruben knows about that shit. My daddy's a down that shit. Um, but I, it, it just don't, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. It could be anything. Top five rappers, top five whiskeys, top five tequilas, top five football players, top five everything. I'll have a top five every week of something that's relevant. And uh, so stay tuned and, and, and all that shit. Um, yeah, OBJ might have fucked himself on that one, on that Bitcoin shit. <laughs> um, anyway. Getting to the uh, weekend's games, man. Um, here's my hot takes, man, on the games that just passed. All right, the NFL's on a, on a high right now because of uh, because of the uh, the ratings. Right, we've had two weekends in a row of great football games, um, and uh, you know, last week and now this week, two great games. Um, I might have top five shitbirds. I'm definitely going to have top five slapdicks, and we're definitely going to include slapdick of the day again. Um, we'll bring that back, that segment. But Sarah Spain is the slapdick of the fucking week by far, so make sure you know that. You is slapdick pretty Why much. Why you calling me slapdick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, anyway... Make sure you guys that are not members join today. If you want to get on the camera with me and do a live call, I will copy and paste the link into the chat and you guys can jump on and we will have a queue 
and you guys will sit in the queue and I'll talk to you guys one on one and one. And then when I do have guests on, you guys can talk to them too. The only fucking show doing it. We're going to try to get this going for real and grow it and get it cracking. Um, my takeaway from the weekend's games, man, let me be honest and break this down. All right. Before I start talking about it, um, I want to make sure we're clear on this. The whole Jimmy G issue with me and Mina on ESPN, the whole beef that everybody knows about that we're going through on me and ESPN's beef right now between a few people <laughs> uh, most of you know about. Um, it might have been ESPN's attorneys, huh? <laughs> Joe, uh, Joey B is funny. Um, but, but anyway, the whole thing about these people's takes and all this old shit is... It stemmed to Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, not being the guy. See, everybody wants their cake and eat it, too. They just got done castrating Aaron Rodgers for losing again, right? But then they castrate Jimmy G for winning. Dog, there's a lot of quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls that are not very talented. Trent Dilfer is one that pops out. Like, he just didn't lose the motherfucking game. Just don't lose the game. <laughs> just don't lose the motherfucking game for us. You can, just, We'll win it on defense and in the run game. You don't lose it for us. Well, Jimmy G's better than that, in my opinion. But the, the, the whole thing about me and this, you know, ESPN and myself's beef is because I said Jimmy G's 14 and fucking five in the playoffs. That's better than fucking 90% of humans that have played the position, you fucking idiots. That's just what I, my point. My point wasn't that he is fucking Tom Brady-esque. Motherfucker, we never said he's Tom. I never came out and said that. Have you any of you ever heard me put t Jimmy G in my top five of anything? Even my top 10 or 20? No. Nobody's ever heard me say that. Motherfucker, I said underrated or not discussed top five. I never said this motherfucker was a top five anything. But this is how weak-minded we have these, these humans are on Twitter and social media and ESPN and all these different people. This is how fucking narrow-minded they are. What happens is they come out bashing Jimmy G, okay? And we come out, me and Jeff Garcia and other people, and we basically said for someone that never played the position sure does know a lot about the motherfucker, right? Which is condescending. We were like, we're saying, no, you don't know shit, so shut the fuck up. Because you never threw a football in a fucking NFL game, but you yet you know everything. So that was our whole point. Then Stephen A. comes out bashing fucking Jeff Garcia saying, well, I know football and I never played. No, you don't. Again, you lie. You just lied to America. And it's fucking blasphemy, motherfucker. You know hairline having motherfucker. So shut your fucking ass up. But anyway, you just showed yourself today and that you don't know football. By saying that Shanahan lied to America by saying he loves Jimmy G. I'll bet dollars to dimes that motherfucker loves Jimmy G, motherfucker. And for all you fucks out there <coughs> who think that Trey Lance was going to fucking get the Niners to where they are yesterday are a fucking idiot. If you think Trey Lance was going to take the Niners to the fucking NFC title game, you're out of your fucking mind. A... You would not have even been in the fucking playoffs. 
The Rams would have beat you the last game, getting you into the playoffs, and you would not even have been in the fucking playoffs. So let's just make sure we're fucking clear with that. A. B. Trey Lance is everyone's fucking hero until he comes and, bla- and, and, and fucking implodes in front of our eyes just, la- just as... All these other motherfuckers have come and gone. The RG3s, the Vince Youngs, the fucking, you know me, Lamar Jacksons, the fucking Kyler Murrays, the fucking Fields. All these sorry motherfuckers who everyone anoints as the next best thing. And you know what it does, dog? I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it 100 with everybody in here. I hope there's some brothers in here. You know that it's Ryan Clark, this fake motherfucker. I'm going to keep it 100. He's a fake-ass motherfucker. Stephen A., another fucking fake motherfucker. It's every single black analyst or reporter with a platform. You know what they do? They set these young brothers up for fucking failure because they tell America that basically this is a black and white thing. It's not a skill thing. It's not a skill set thing. It's a black and white thing. I'm just let's keep it a buck here and keep it 100 and like y'all say, and let's talk about this. As men, and everyone that knows me knows me. I, I shit. I wish there was more legitimate great brother quarterbacks. But it starts at the college level. They're getting fucking horribly coached and set up for failure. And then it's starting at the national media level where Stephen A. and all these motherfuckers are coming out. And they think it's a racial thing. They think Trey Lance not playing is a race thing. And what happens is he comes and plays and busts. And then now you have another brother who was thrown in the fire too quickly that the fucking media anointed as the best thing since sliced bread just fucking hit it in the face, and now you're bashing him on ESPN, motherfuckers. You fake motherfuckers are now destroying the fucking kid. Dog, I've literally heard Ryan Clark talk about how much we needed to get rid of the former head coach for the Chargers. Like, hold up, dog. You should be promoting black coaches, but yet you're tweeting out to fire this motherfucker. We don't have any black coaches as is. But then you come out in a hypocrisy, hypocritical way, come out the next day and say, we don't use the Rooney rule right. We don't have enough black coaches. Hey, motherfucker, that's how me and him got into it. So, But I'm like, dog, you just fucking tweeted yesterday, homie. How you want the brother to get fired. Now, hold up. What part of the game is this? Yeah, he was talking shit about firing Anthony Lynn. Last time I checked, dog, Anthony Lynn's a brother. (laughs) A a great brother, too. A good dude. You wanted to fire that motherfucker. But then you talk about lack of black coaches. Like, hold the fuck up, dog. What's really going on? Nobody will address that shit, though. See, nobody will address the real. Y'all want to talk about how fucking Trey Lance should be the dude. Kyler Murray's the dude. Lamar Jackson's the dude. Have I not been saying that these motherfuckers will never win a Super Bowl? Have I not been saying 
that I love these motherfuckers as athletes. I think they're freaks. I think they're great dudes. I know a dude that recruited Lamar and coached him, and I would have loved to have that motherfucker in college. But, dog, do you think that fucking... I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to this quarterback shit. Have I been wrong yet around this motherfucker? But nobody wants to talk about it. My platform's not even near as big as these motherfuckers, right? Stephen A. bashed the enemy today because he didn't have no fucking answer in the second half. Eric Bieniemy does not call 100% of those football plays. Will you fucking open your eyes, dumb motherfuckers, listening to this cat? Dog. The shit, dog, is so much more to that Chiefs thing. But anyway, I'm not getting into that right now. <laughs> You're hypocritical. The hypocrisy is real. You set these motherfuckers up to fa- for failure. Let these young brothers get better and learn under a motherfucker. Do you think Aaron Rodgers would have been who he is right now if he didn't sit behind fucking Brett Favre for fucking five years? Five years. Dog, you motherfuckers are full of shit. It ain't a black and white thing, dog. It is a fucking result-oriented thing. The last time I checked, if I don't fucking make an income and make some money some type of way, I will be on the fucking street. It don't matter if I'm black, white, or indifferent, motherfucker. The last time I checked, it's a results-oriented life we live. We either make it in life or we fucking don't. We either fuck the prom queen or we jack off with motherfucking baby oil at night, motherfucker. It is a dog-eat-dog world, and you either fucking climb to the top or fall to the bottom. Pressure burst pipes. There ain't no fucking moral victories in this motherfucker, man. But you know football? Stephen A? Sarah Spain? Mina Kimes? No, you motherfuckers don't. Shut the fuck up. I can look at Bart Scott on ESPN looking at them motherfuckers like, God damn. Like, I'm just like, God damn, dog. Oh, man. It's unbelievable. Um, um, so, you know, um, that's just the real Isaac. There's nothing, no, no brain surgery, surgery, uh, surgery, uh, Shit, it's just uh, it's real shit. But we don't want to talk about it. So anyway, Casey and Mahomes um, against Cincy and Burrow. Okay, everybody wants to talk about it. It's ironic that I, I tweet out the Bengals are going to win and then play the Rams and and then in the first quarter, dog. This just tells you how fucking weak minded we are nowadays. The first quarter of the football game, Twitter keyboard cowards go crazy and they're like well that tweet sure didn't uh age well <laughs> and i'm like well let's wait till the fourth quarter motherfucker 
who won the game. <laughs> that tweet didn't age well either, you bitch-made motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. We're so quick to anoint motherfuckers, man. On Twitter, we anoint people's tweets or degrade them and downgrade them and downplay them in a matter of seconds, dog. Skip Bayless put his fat foot in his fat fucking mouth, and he he straight up said that the Chiefs and Mahomes, congratulations, you're going to the fucking um, Super Bowl. <laughs> now, that tweet didn't age well, motherfucker. See, that's the problem, dog. We're so quick to do these, say these things. Like, God damn, I would love to have gone back to social media when Tom Brady was down 28 to 3 to the fucking Falcons. I would have loved to see how many tweets didn't age well during that motherfucker. But sure, I surely did not get a lot of fucking responses, though. That's the funny part. But y'all call yourself real. I'm real. I'm a real one. I'm grown. Motherfucker, you a bitch. Shut the fuck up. You couldn't even, we couldn't even find your bitch ass when I put that tweet out how fucking well it, this motherfucker aged, bitch. The Bengals came back and won because your fucking bitch ass started tweeting about, hey, Coach JB, where's all your fucking Patrick Mahomes videos now critiquing him? And I just, and I posted a tweet. Okay. Let's calm down there, quarterback guru that knows everything. That when, when, when It's so funny what we want to talk about a dude when he's 18 or 21 on fire. And he wants to talk shit about how I call Patrick Mahomes gimmicky. It's funny, though. I continue to stay undefeated when it comes to this quarterback shit, dog. What happened to Patrick Mahomes, dog? Hey, does anyone know his quarterback rating in the second half? <laughs> It was a zero, motherfucker. He had a quarterback rating of a zero. I would fucking bet my house that a so-called goat of yours has never had a zero in a fucking meaningful game. I have a feeling that nobody that you guys call the goat, Tom Brady, Troy Aikman, Kurt Warner, Joe Montana, John Elway, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning had a zero in the fourth quarter. I find that very hard to fucking imagine. But you guys want to anoint this motherfucker as the GOAT. Hey, dog, he missed six throws. Count them. I counted six throws over the head of the running back in the flat. Because he won't set up his fucking, he won't set his feet. He won't fucking get his dick to the fucking target. Get his hips around. His platform drops. He throws any type of platform. It's, it's see, everyone thinks that's this big old se sexy thing throwing on all these platforms. But when it comes down to being in the pocket throwing on time, your, your platform ain't consistent, motherfucker. You're going to have errant throws. What did he have? When you drop your elbow, everybody on YouTube looking. When you drop your elbow and you throw the football from a different release standpoint, do you know what happens when you quarterbacks drop their elbow? Do you know what happens to the football? For all you gurus, the football actually goes high because you're lower, you're short, you drop your elbow, and the ball goes up in trajectory.
And then you're a supernator instead of a pronator, if anyone knows about what that means. And your thumb now goes up instead of down. And your finger goes up instead of down. And the ball goes up instead of down. And now we're inaccurate. Well, Patrick Mahomes did that shit the whole second half. He took sacks he shouldn't have took. He should have got the ball out. He should have did a lot of other things. And he became another gimmicky quarterback like JB's been saying for months. But all you guys think he's the guy. It's pretty funny. The motherfuckers one and two in overtime games in the playoffs. <laughs> I don't know if Tom Brady has been, is he that? Is he that? And then the cold part is when people want to talk about it. Tom Brady's been to 10 of those motherfuckers. You know how hard it is to even go to one? He's been to 10 one seven or whatever. Come on, dog. Don't put Mahomes in the same motherfucking category ever fucking again. Start listening to my motherfucking ass. This is motherfucker's third year. You motherfuckers think he's the best thing since sliced bread. People tripped on me when I put Burrow over Mahomes in my top five. Sure don't look like I'm wrong now, does it, motherfuckers? Same age for all you motherfuckers out there. They're the same age. That's what cats don't get. But one of them's only played for fucking two years. Not even that, really, with his injury. He's played one and a half seasons. This motherfucker, Burrow, is the next Tom Brady. I've been saying it on this show for I don't know fucking how long. I told you he has the fucking it factor. I told you it's going to come down to fucking things that he does mechanically that's going to get him over the top. He shitted on fucking Mahomes. Mahomes is a gimmicky motherfucker. I told you guys that for years or months. Actually, years, but we're going to talk about it this year because of everyone's talk. Um, so there's a comparison. Now, we want to get to fucking Stafford versus Jimmy G. Okay, Stafford was brought to the Rams for a reason, win a Super Bowl. See, it's funny. Everybody wants to talk and sh they want to always talk and act like they know every fucking thing about quarterback play. Well, I've been saying it for years that Stafford's a top five ball thrower. There's no question about it. But people don't know. And it's crazy how people want to talk about all these different players. If you took Tyreek Hill, and don't say, well, if you took anyone away from anyone, shut the fuck up. If you take Tyreek Hill and Kelsey away from the Chiefs, do you know that they're the worst crew in football? Now you're down to Pringle, Hardman, fucking, who, who's the rest? Fuck, you better put fucking uh, one of those backs in the slot. You're down to fucking nothing. Do you know what Mahomes would be without them motherfuckers? I mean, let's just be real. Do you know what Mahomes would be with average fucking skill players? Do you realize that Mahomes has the cream of the fucking crop the last few years? Now, this year, I don't believe they did. I, don't, I think they're missing a third weapon. But do you realize the weapons that he's had? Compared to what Aaron Rodgers has? Like, the Chiefs? Vantee Scantling or whatever? St. Brown and all them other... Dog, I'd rather have Pringle in them. But when we come down to I'd rather have Hardman speed. But if we come down to it, people don't discuss it. You need players around you. Stafford has lacked players for 12 years, and now he's in the fucking Super Bowl. Do you think that players matter? 
Do you think that players matter now, motherfucker? Stafford now is the the GOAT. <laughs> Tomorrow, when he wins the Super Bowl, he's going to now be the GOAT in some people's eyes. Like, Stafford, if he was a fucking Randall, he would have been the best ever. Like, dog, calm the fuck down. Again, another fucking quick-triggered fucking hairline, fu- fucking hair-trigger fucking re- response. Let's slow the fuck down. I called the Rams to win the Super Bowl 20 weeks ago. I called the Rams to play the Bengals five weeks ago on this very show. I told you Burrow's better than Mahomes right now. And I said that Jimmy G is 14 and fucking five in the playoffs, now 14 and six, and is more than serviceable. He fucking wins games. The last time I checked, the most fucking important stat there is is wins and losses, motherfucker. He wins football games everywhere he's ever been. Jimmy G wins. I should be a rhymer around this motherfucker. I just rhymed right there. But anyway, people all said Stafford ain't shit. He had Megatron and he didn't do shit. So that's all you need is one freak wideout. <laughs> that's again proving that Stephen A and all these fucks who said Stafford ain't shit before the season started. Just so you know, go back and see. Stephen A. literally said that he had Megatron. He, he, he should have had way more wins. I'm sitting there thinking, damn, this is a motherfucker that never played a down of football. Has never mentioned O-line and D-line. Never mentioned the running game. Never mentioned how bad the Lions fucking defense was. Caldwell had the best Lions record in the last fucking 20 years. And they fired him and hired Matt Patricia, who's been shitty. The Raiders just hired McDaniels, who has done nothing as a head coach. Again, we're recycling coaches because that's what we do. We just recycle the same motherfuckers. It's a good old boy network. And this is the fucking worst take I've ever heard. That wins don't matter. Mina Kimes told me, personally... That wins and losses as a quarterback is getting old. It's an old take. Uh, <laughs> but you motherfuckers will be the first motherfuckers castrating them motherfuckers when they lose a game. But wins and losses don't matter. Dog, you guys are a, a mockery, bro. I, I just got to be real. And I, oh man, I wish one of you motherfuckers had the nuts and guts to come on a show with me, motherfucker. Because you motherfuckers would be shitting your fucking pants. But is what it is. Um, but you want Jeff Garcia and myself to apologize, Sarah Spain? Is that what you want, Sarah Spain, to apologize? And I, please, I would never apologize to your motherfucking ass. Ever, ever, never. Apologize for what? If I apologize, I want to be clear. Just so we're clear, new quote of the day. Just so we're clear, if I apologized, I would be a bold-faced motherfucking liar. Now, that's the realest shit any of you motherfuckers heard in here. And uh, you motherfuckers are scared. You motherfuckers are all fucking frightened of the truth. See, half of you motherfuckers apologize and have strictly straight up just lied to who you apologized to because you didn't mean it at fucking all. 
You didn't mean it at all. <sighs> Gabe's on Twitter, dog, banging on folks, I guess, that are talking shit about me. Gabe's a security guard, dog. He's my security and shit on Twitter, dog. Gabe's a good dude. Looks out, man. Shout out to Gabe Gotti. 12-gauge shoddy. West Coast yachty. All right. Um, see, that's my... I want to clear this up. Oh, yeah. I've already been called sexist, dog. Because you can't say nothing about a female being wrong in her on at her job. Then you're a sexist. It, like... Holy shit. Oh, it's funny, dog. I've been called out by everybody. I got some brothers that think I only call out brothers that are bad at quarterback. <laughs> so nobody's heard me talk shit about Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield. Fuck. None of you motherfuckers have ever heard me talk shit about these quarterbacks, huh? <laughs> All the other shitty average quarterbacks that are white. <laughs> Holy fuck, dog. People just be talking, man. It, it, it's really funny, dog. Really funny. Um, as I get down to the nitty gritty of the show, I'm going to um, I'm gonna put the links to the thing, dog. If you guys have some questions or you want to chop it up um, for a minute and and have some concerns, have some questions, I'm going to um, put the link to my. Video chat in, in the in the chat, all right? So just copy and paste the link, and you just come on in and wait until I click you, dog, if you want to chop it up. 131 people in the Slapdick Podcast right now. I appreciate you. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member, join today, pay the 199 and you guys will be um, allowed into a one-on-one chat with me, video FaceTime. See, my boy... Joey, he's saying he's scared to come online, dog. See, that's the difference. See, not, and I'm not, I know Joey's not a scary little motherfucker, but what I'm saying is we got motherfuckers that talk the talk but don't want to walk the walk. And I'm going to make sure this is the realest podcast out there. I'm going to have video callers, motherfucker. Fuck these motherfucking phone calls. Look me in the eye if you want to talk shit. I'll do the same. Talk, I'll talk back. Talk, I'll talk back. Uh, that West Coast shit. Spree came through right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do have cameo. I do have cameo. But that ain't getting you no membership on YouTube, Joey. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. Um, anyway. People think that we we said that Jimmy G was the best fucking thing since sliced bread. So get back to my point. Now that Jimmy G lost yesterday, everybody's coming out saying, oh, Mina's right. Stephen A's right. <laughs> Hold up, homie. He lost to the Rams in the NFC title game, and now they're right? Because <laughs> he lost? Because they couldn't protect... And he fucking got blasted and threw a ball trying to get it out of his hands. Come on, dog. Um, you just become a member. I think they ask you for your credit card or whatever. So um, I don't know. But I put the I put the chat I put the link in the chat. So go check it out. Um, 
I put the link in the chat. So go, if you guys want to chop it up, I'll put it in there a few times for you guys. And uh, I'll be one of those, what do they call it? A narc, or what is it? A troll. I'll be a troll. I'm going to put the same fucking thing in there a few times so you guys can get it. Um, and if you want to come in, dog. See, I'm, a lot of you motherfuckers might be scared, dog. I don't know. Hey. Last week, we had about 10 people come in. It was good. I thought it was good shit. So, hey, come in, chop it up with me. Um, like I said, I won't get to you right away, but I'll, you'll be in the queue. I get to see the queue and see you. So I'll bring, I'll bring you in uh, afterwards. Um, Tom Brady. Um, apparently has retired. Uh, I don't know. Like, what the fuck's cracking? I have no idea. I don't. See, I don't break news. See, I'm not going to break news. See, that's the problem. A lot of people want me to talk about certain things. Well, when I come on at two on the West Coast, broken news has already been broken. Like, I don't break no motherfucking news. Like, I'm not sitting here talking about breaking the news with you motherfuckers. Like, it's already broken. So I just here to talk real shit about people and, and real shit. But, you know, come on, dog. Like, I'm not a newsbreaker. I'm not ESPN or Fox or fucking any of these people. So I don't know what happened with Tom Brady. I have no idea. I was, I was with my boy Pat Perez at the... At the uh, At the um, Farmers Open, Farmers Insurance Open out in San Diego. And apparently there was everyone talking about Tom Brady retiring and all this. Then they came out and said he didn't retire. His daddy came out and said he didn't say shit. Then he's come out and say, I didn't say shit. And so I have no idea what's going on with Tom Brady to this day right now. I have no idea. Did he retire? Did he not? I really don't know. So you guys can break news to me because I fucking don't know. And you know what? I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Like, I don't give a fuck if he retired or not. He can do any fucking thing he wants to do. FYI. He can go home and fucking be with his fucking $700 million wife. Or he can come home and be worth his, be with his $200 million self. Like, dog, I give a fuck what he could do. Like, he has earned the right to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. Throw a trophy in the fucking river. Like, dog, he'll go down as the Bucks' best player ever. Like, he'll, he's immediately gone over, work done fucking uh, like he'll go over Keyshawn he'll go over Warren Sapp like he's gonna be better than Derek Brooks he's gonna be better than all those motherfuckers already <laughs> uh yeah I didn't even know where the fuck I was at dog and I was with some G's that was a good time man it was a good fucking deal with the golf thing like I said Pat Perez my boy's a real one man we got pretty fucked up Saturday night uh, at his crib beautiful fucking crib He's got a ridiculous house. If you guys go on YouTube, you can peep his crib out in Phoenix. But beautiful family, great wife, great kids, great mom, great dad, um, the whole deal, man. So 
Appreciate it. Uh, man, I got Brandon back in the, on the stream. Brandon, what up, dog? You back in your fatigues. What up? Yo, yo, bro, I just got off work. They pulling some bullshit, bro. They let us off to 350. Trying to get over this Coronado Bridge is a motherfucker. I'm in bumper-to-bumper traffic right now, bro. Just caught the end of the show. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Hey, man, at Cali traffic ain't no joke. Ain't no fucking joke. Uh, I just got a quick question. Uh, if you was ever to become a coach again, or if you got a pro job, if that ever happened, would you have contingencies with your players on whether or not they could opt out of bowl games? Like if you were recruiting somebody or were trying to get someone in your program, would you say, I'm not expecting you to opt out of anything? Because I feel like we might have, I haven't heard anything, uh, any pros uh, opting out of the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There'd be no question about it. Like, they're not opting out at Nick well, Saban. I don't, like, I, just, I don't understand, like, if you're on the fucking lines, why you would need to opt out of a Pro Bowl, like, you're going to change anything in a week or two to help out the program at the lines. Like, yeah. Well, no. they don't They don't even fucking hit in the Pro Bowl. Like, they're not hitting each other. They're not even, they're not blitzing nobody. They're not hitting nobody. They're, motherfucker, they're, it's a, so they all get a $10,000 bonus for making the Pro Bowl. Um, and they don't, they don't, they already have a fucking gentleman's agreement. They're not fucking hurt, getting hurt in that motherfucker. Like, I'll tell you right now, a bunch of fucking NFL guys I know, coaches and players and former players, they rather do it like how um, high school or um, like certain teams do where they just put it on paper. This is the Pro Bowl. AFC is here, NFC. Oh, we made a Pro Bowl, $10,000 bonus, and let's go on vacation. Because why are you going to risk getting a, getting a fucking, getting hurt? So, I don't know. Right. But no, I, I would never, ever, 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 ever let a motherfucker, you're you going to sign a contract. TJ already knows the deal. I wish a motherfucker would opt out. Hell no. But uh, are you gonna be are you gonna be betting on the Pro Bowl this weekend, JB? Oh no, nah, I don't even watch that shit. It's the worst game in football. It's the worst fucking game. I would never watch that motherfucker ever, ever, ever. It's a horrible game. They shouldn't even play it. And now, and now they play in the motherfucker with uh, you know, in between the Super Bowl and shit. It's not. It's 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 just a rush job. I think the NFL has rushed a few things from the overtime rules to the Pro Bowl. I mean, it used to be in Hawaii. It used to be after the season. It used to be something worth going to. You know, you might it might be thirty nine degrees in Vegas this weekend. Like these motherfuckers, man, they they don't understand that uh, it's it's pretty stupid. But anyway, um, now nah, good question, man. I appreciate you, brother. I hope you call in next week. Hey, hey, God bless, bro. All right, brother. Peace. Brian, what up? Hey, Coach, can you hear me? I hear you, brother. What's going on? Hey, man, just want to tell you, you got some love out here in North Carolina, so it ain't, it ain't all Cali that loves you. Oh, love man, you I appreciate you. Hey, I love my Carolinians, man, my Carolinians, dog. South Carolina, North Carolina, great recruiting hotbed. I used to recruit the shit out of both states, man. So I used to go to the North-South game every year. I used to go to the the uh, the top 50 game every year, North versus South, the Shrine. I, I used to go to all the South and North Carolina games, man, and recruit them and uh, hang out, man. So I, I know it all pretty well out there. So a uh, few good cigar lounges in North Carolina I go to, uh, South Carolina too. But uh, from Myrtle Beach to, from, to Charlotte to Raleigh, I go, I hit them all. 
So, hey, I'm out here in the eastern part. I had a question yesterday on Twitter. You know, we love our barbecue. You were cooking it up. What were you um, put on the grill yesterday? Man, I do a uh, – I smoke a little on the Traeger every once in a while. I do uh, some ribs, man. What I do is I marinate them in honey and a little teriyaki sauce, but I marinate them in honey, man, with a little olive oil, and then I season the shit out of them with a little rub, with a little Cajun rub or a brown sugar rub or something. And then uh, – and then I just I just lay them onto a, a, a sheet of foil, and then I smoke them. So I'll, I'll start to smoke her up in the morning, man, especially um, on a football weekend. And I'll uh, I'll start to smoke her up. I'll put it at about 250, man, and I'll smoke them for about four to six hours, man. It don't really take that long, but I'll, I'll just turn them over one time, man. And... Uh, Hey, they they came out fabulous yesterday, and uh, I did a I did a I did a little mixture of uh, I always do honey though, because not only does it gets the gets the rub and whatever you season them in the steak to stick, but uh, it also uh, it also soaks that shit in, and then uh, and then I make a little barbecue baked beans like from scratch, man, with a little red and green pepper in there with a little green onion, and then I'll uh, and then I get some. Uh, hamburger meat man and i chop up about a half pound of hamburger meat throw it in there and then after i I cook it first with the veggies i'll throw all that in there with the beans i'll throw some barbecue sauce on it with some brown sugar and i'll bake them beans man they'll be homemade baked beans with some uh some meat in them they come out fucking fire too everybody loves them motherfuckers so they're good but you in the you in the uh forces no i'm not you know just a country boy i got my gear on today where you from what part uh greenville okay oh yeah Oh, I love Greenville. Shit, I love. Uh, now there's Greenville North and South, right? Yeah, I'm in North. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I got a, I got a great cigar lounge in South Carolina in Greenville. Um, I go to, so it's a, it's a pretty good deal, man. But yeah, man, I can get down a little bit here and there on the grill, you know. Um, so you know that's that's kind of how what I made yesterday, man. Just chilling with the dogs and and having some. Uh, you know, shit, I'll either have a, I don't drink too much beer, man, but shit. Uh, only beer I can drink is like mango cart, man, because they don't fucking bloat me up. I don't like that fucking old heavy ass beer. I, I, I'll just drink fucking whiskey instead of that shit. But nah, I appreciate the love, man, in the Carolinas, brother. Stay safe out here, man. Thanks, coach. All right, brother. Peace. So, um,. What the fuck is an Oklahoma Joe's, Jeremy Baker? Uh, I never heard of that. I never heard of that shit, but I don't know. Um, Who knows? I can't wait to start this whole new segment. I'm going to start this whole new podcast deal. Uh, Like I I said, next week I'm going to try to go five days a week. And uh, Merciless Monday, Tenacious Tuesday, Work Boot Wednesday, Thoroughbred Thursday, Fearless Friday. I don't know. I'm literally just thought of that shit. I don't know what you think. Fearless Friday got to be, though. I know Work Boot Wednesday for sure um, because that's that's hump day. I'm going to get you guys over the top. Um, Thoroughbred Thursday, dog. I think I could spin that. I could talk about some real shit. Thoroughbred Thursday. Talk about the best of the best. I don't know. I could come up with something. Tenacious Tuesday. Tomorrow, Tuesday is before work boot Wednesday. After Monday, get some shit going. Be tenacious. Go after some shit. Maybe I go after another dumb motherfucker who came after me today on ESPN. I don't know. Um, 
and we'll see how I spin it. But I'm not doing tomorrow. But I'm just saying next week when I start, I'm gonna I'm gonna use this week to prep it up and uh, see how it goes, man. We'll see how it goes, but we'll see. Um, yeah, I like the man become uh, Aaron Easy man become a member and join today because, like I said, I'm taking video callers and. Uh, It'll be uh, a little bit different, so uh, make sure you guys join because I'm only going to take members um, starting um, next week. So make sure you guys join and hit the like and hit the uh, member button. I'm also going to make a uh, badge for the member badge. It'll be a JB member badge, so I'll know what if you're a member or not, and not just a fucking slap dick. Um, Young Goat said, "What?" What is the difference between a good player and a winner? Um, a good player and a winner, the difference is the it factor. One of them have it and one of them don't. See, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of better talented cats than Joe, than fucking Jimmy G, dog. And you ain't never heard me come out and say Jimmy G's the motherfucker. Like, sh- shut the fuck. People are so quick to point out your failures. But they never fucking congratulate your successes. Have you ever noticed that in life? Motherfuckers are quick to point out your failures. They never congratulate you on your successes. They actually look at you side-eyed and have jealous ones envy, actually. So it's really, it happens every day. Like it happens every fucking day. Um, no, man, there's no coaching jobs that I've regretted that I've been offered. I don't look back and regret shit. I don't look in the rearview mirror, period. We ain't going that motherfucking way. My, it only deters you from looking ahead. If I got to keep looking in the fucking rearview mirror, shit, it's, it's taking my eyes off the fucking road, dog. I don't know what the fuck's ahead of me. So. I do congratulate myself for picking the Bengals to play the Rams. You haven't heard me say it one time on this motherfucker. I could have been on this motherfucker like some little dumbass, ego-fucking-driven cat talking about, I picked the game. Who gives a fuck? I picked a million losses, too. Just so we're clear, motherfucker came out and make sure I knew that. Oh, you're like Skip Bayless. You get one right, and then you want to talk about the one right. First of all, I'm not an analyst, dumb motherfucker. I'm not a fucking announcer, dumb motherfucker. I'm not a motherfucker that's on goddamn... I'm not picking games for a living, you dumb motherfucker. I do it for fun and shits and giggles. I picked the Rams at the beginning of the season. My team's in the Super Bowl right now. I picked the Bengals to play the Rams five weeks ago. I literally was on ESPN radio three days ago and told them why the Bengals would play the Rams. I'll get you the link. You can go listen. And they were shocked. No way. I got, I got Cincinnati in a blowout. I said, well, I got the Bengals winning at the end. <laughs> so, I don't know. It is what it is. Um... Jackson Mahomes is a fuckstick. I don't know if he's a shitbird because I don't know him. Um, but he's a fuckstick for sure. He is a fucking enabled bitch. And uh, that's just my thoughts. 
Patrick should reel him in. I, you know, love your family, dog, because time is a thief. Love your fucking family. I do have a real recognized real quote on back of a hoodie. Um, Ruben, uh, I didn't even notice that, Ruben. Yeah, I have that quote already done. Real recognizes real will be on the back of a hoodie and a shirt. Um, so, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's just uh, the, the whole Mahomes thing is a fucking joke. That's my opinion. Um, nah, you know, I can't be no preacher, Jerson. Because, <laughs> you know, the fakest motherfuckers are politicians and priests, dog. You know, I can't beat any of them motherfuckers. Politician and a priest are the worst fake motherfuckers this world has ever seen. Um, time is a thief, brother. There ain't no doubt about it. Yeah, I, I have short and long sleeve. Um, Jerson, I will have short and long sleeve, so... Best believe I will have that. Um, I'm trying to see if I can show you. I'm going to try to show you um, some of the gear real quick. If I can find it, I'll show you. But anyway, um, I appreciate everybody coming in on the audio side. Spotify, iTunes, Apple, iHeart. Make sure you uh, come on over to YouTube, man, and catch this realness. Um, and uh, I will see you guys on Wednesday on the audio side. On YouTube, Stay stick tight, and I will stay on. Um, oh, by the way. Lucy and everybody else, anyone that's in Canada, I got a lot of Canadian um, and 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 uh, foreign fans. We will be shipping overseas, so don't trip. Um, but I appreciate everybody. Go buy you some whiskey, CoachJBStore.com, and uh, make sure you follow my new Instagram. That was, you know, they fucking deleted my verified account. Go follow the new one. It's growing. Little by little, it's growing. We're up to about 5,000 fans, I believe, or followers. So we're getting there. Um, but go follow it, Real Coach JB, at Real Coach JB. Um, and I'll see you guys Wednesday for Work Boot Wednesday on the audio side. YouTube, you guys stick around. I'll, I'll chill. I'll be here. Peace. Storm Hail Marys, I make it poor. Good, I ain't lying. You little giants, we've been defying. Vice. What's the cost? Speed of boss, breaking down the walls. We all lean once the coin guitars. Got the kind of action, never acting. Don't need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From three fours to four three, we get it cracking. When the snap, call it Saran, cause it's a rap. We know it's now, they taking naps. Shit and run it back. Fuck it, we run it back. Beast mode's how we react. Once we attack, we laying flat. No coming back from that.
tracks. Helmet to helmet, shoulder pad to pad, get cracked. Till your mouthpiece spit out, you feeling that? Jaw clenched business. 